Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to episode number three. Hi, this is Paul Lemberg, and I want to welcome you to Orchestrating Success with Hugh Ballou. This podcast is all about ways to redefine leadership as a pathway to increasing your business or nonprofit income. Now, here's Hugh with today's session. Welcome to session number three. I'm excited about this one. I have been teaching leadership for 30 plus years with social entrepreneurs. I'm in the middle of watching the Olympics in Rio in 2016 as I'm recording this, and I came to the realization that I'm addicted to these games. Also came to the realization that all of these American athletes have worked very hard. They've trained very hard. They have really good coaches. I meet people every day launching an enterprise, and they're just going to go to it. No coach, no training. They're going to run a marathon and die on the road. This session is about equipping yourself for success. It's a session about transformational leadership. Transformational leadership is the model for growing your business, and it's infinitely scalable. It's about transforming your idea into results. It's about converting your passion to profit. It's about building your high-functioning team. It's about creating the life that you want. People say to me, what does a musical conductor know about leadership? And I respond, I'm a musical conductor. I know about leadership. Through 40 years of my career, I brought people together who were singers. I transformed them into a choir. Then I transformed that choir into an ensemble. Same thing with instrumentalists, formed an orchestra, transformed them into this high-functioning team we call ensemble. It's where the sum of the parts is not it. It's greater than the sum of the parts. We have 50 players, 200 singers. It's not about that. It's about the culture of high performance to achieve that high standard, that high standard of excellence. And that culture is a reflection of the conductor, just like your team is a reflection of your leadership. So when we want to complain about our team, it's good to look in the mirror and understand why they're functioning that way. This session is about creating the culture of high performance. High-performing teams are a culture of excellence, and that's the point of transformational leadership. It was developed in the 1980s by two authors, Burns and Bass. Burns wanted to reform our political system, and his book was Transforming Leadership. We're still in that transforming phase, I believe. It's been adopted and moved into a style of leadership that's extremely powerful, and as I said earlier, It's infinitely scalable. It's not about you. It's about the vision. It's not that we're the boss. We do 
what we want other people to do, we model excellence. We model commitment. We model passion. Whatever we model, people will reflect to us. The leader sets the standard. The transformational leader builds leaders on teams, builds a high-functioning culture, mentors others, avoids micromanaging, learns to delegate, and first and foremost, influences other by power of influence, not power of position. It's not the boss, which, by the way, backwards is double S-O-B. We're not the boss. We don't have to approve everything. We've defined a culture of high performance with the standards of excellence defined as guiding principles. By the way, if you go to my site, The Definitive Leader, T-H-E, definitive, not any definitive, it's thedefinitiveleader.com, you can get my free report on this. And it gives you videos on these four principles I'm going to talk about. It gives you a report about leadership, about how important this is to the excellence that you see in the vision that's in your brain. The, the session coming up next, number four, is going to be creating your strategy. It's important to begin with equipping ourselves for the journey, equipping ourselves to develop and implement that strategy. In this podcast, I'm going to give you my four principles of leadership. If you can master these four principles, you can lead any organization anywhere. It will make you a better leader starting now. Four principles. Number one, when a conductor steps on the podium, they know the score. Principle one is about foundations. The conductor knows exactly, knows exactly what they want to accomplish. They've got the plan in front of them we call music, and everybody has their piece of, of that music. Everybody knows what they're supposed to do, when they're supposed to do it, but the conductor has the end result in mind, understands it, knows it, and teaches it. The influencer is the conductor. So the foundation is about being very clear with your vision. Know exactly where you go. Also be masterful at communicating where it is that you want to go. If we can't communicate the vision, if it's not written down, if it's not in people's hands, if we don't have measurable outcomes and we can't share it, we don't have the skill to lead, we're not going anywhere. So this first principle is about creating that plan defining the vision, developing the skill for the vision, and the foundation is knowing that we lead. We are the leader. We've equipped ourselves. The below 1090 rule is that our skill, our product, our abilities, our programs, our books, our keynotes, whatever we have that's our intellectual property that we're sharing with others, that's 10% of what we need. The other 90% is like that 90% of the iceberg that's underwater. It holds up that 10%. That 90% enables you to do what you need to be doing. It's your team. It's your plan. It's your financial plan. It's the money. It's the stuff underneath the water that enables you to do your passion and to connect that passion to profit. Build your skill. Build your plan. Work on your ability to influence others. That's the number one principle. It's the foundation. 
it seems logical. I meet people every day that say, no, I've got it in my mind. I haven't written it down, but it's a plan. It's not a plan. It's a dream. What were you thinking? You're just going to march off a cliff and people are going to follow you? You're going to run a marathon and die on the track because you've not equipped yourself and you don't have a coach? So fundamentally, the foundation is having somebody to coach you. Look at the most successful people in any field, actors, performers, actors, musicians, athletes, the people making the most money, business people, the people making the most money, the most successful people have mentors, have coaches. They have somebody that works with them. We can't see our blind spots. We don't know what we don't know. Commitment to excellence is that foundation. Make your plan, work your plan, equip yourself to do the plan. Number two, I hired the best players. I got the best singers. So two is hire the best. You want to surround yourself with the most capable people. If you're the smartest person on your team, get a new team. Number two is about relationships. Leadership is based on relationships. Results, communication are based on relationship. Finances, financial results, sales, donors, it's based on relationship. Build and maintain healthy relationships. In the Definitive Leader Report, I give you four steps, and we're going to have a whole podcast on this. There's four steps to finding, qualifying, onboarding, and equipping leaders on your team, whether it's a consultant, whether it's a collaborator, whether it's a staff member, whether it's a contract labor person, whether it's a board member. It doesn't matter. The person on your team represents your vision, represents your culture. Hire the best. Equip them. If the team doesn't function, that's what we have set up as a leader. Make sure they have the qualifications. Make sure you've checked their background. Make sure that they understand their role and responsibility in this organization. Make sure that they fit the culture because you've defined your core values and, most importantly, your guiding principles. How do we make decisions as a culture? How do we function as this high-functioning enterprise, this very successful business that we're launching, this highly effective charity? And then last of all, define the expectations. We need to tell people the results we want. It's in our strategy. Very clear. We tell the results. We don't tell them how to accomplish the results. We do not micromanage. That's the number one. Oops, maybe it's the number two. We're going to talk about the number one team killer next in systems. But the number two team killer is micromanaging people. You might as well throw wet water on them and cover them up with a blanket if they don't shoot you first. Don't micromanage. Equip people. Give them information. Mentor them. That's a world different than micromanaging. I didn't hire the best oboe player in my orchestra and then tell them how to play the oboe. I said, here's the music, here's what I want, and then I guided the process. It's pull leadership. The conductor is perceived by non-conductors to be a dictator. Let me tell you, just because you got a little white stick does not mean you can make anybody do anything. You can, however, influence people to perform at a higher standard. 
We, as transformational leaders, are a person of influence. And we create a high-functioning team built around this vision, this plan, this strategy that we want to achieve. And then number three, we establish effective systems. In music, I say this is rehearse for success. The very best musical groups in the world rehearse for every performance. The way they rehearse defines the excellence of the performance. Yet in business, we do dumb things over and over and we repeat them. That's like a musical group learning the wrong notes and playing with apathy. Who wants to listen? We're playing out of tune. We're not together. We're not in sync. That happens in the workplace because we don't rehearse for success. We don't take time to perfect our systems. We'll have a whole podcast on the most highly dysfunctional systems. A, the search committee. We're going to bring on people to our charity or business, and we import a group to do it. And that's not good. We haven't given them direction. They don't have a system. They don't know these four steps I'm going to teach you. Number two, the number two dysfunctional system is the meeting. And number three is the annual review. So the meeting is your number one team killer. Number one, boring, unproductive meetings. And that's a whole session in itself, but here's 10 tips. Let me just give you a few. Purpose. If you're going to have a meeting, have a purpose. Know why we're there. Start on time. End on time. Be in control of the meeting. Facilitate it. Post everything where people can see that. Get them out of the computers. Get their nose out of their phones. Have people talk to each other and write. Begin with the end in mind. Define the deliverables. Never ever use an agenda for a meeting. An agenda is activity. Like, for instance, we're going to talk about marketing. That's not useful. We, in turn, say we're going to, here's our deliverable, we're going to define the top five strategies for increasing our sales, increasing our donations by 25% over the next 12 months. That's very purposeful outcomes. We state the outcomes for the meeting. We don't dwell on activity. If you stop using agenda, you start using deliverables, you start on time, end on time, you review what's going to happen before you review what you did, and you dismiss with assignments. You will empower your team to function at a much higher, more energized, more effective level. We, the leader, set the bar for all the systems. Number three is systems. We define the culture in our systems, and we rehearse, good or bad. We define the DNA of our organization by how we function together. And my fourth principle of leadership is value the rests. In music, rests have a very specific function. It's not simply the absence of sound. It is punctuation. It's a grand pause after a dramatic, loud, fast section of music. It's a pause that sets up the next section of music. It's emphasis on what happened before and what's happening next. It's very intentionally placed within the music score. Our lives should be punctuated with rest, with planning, with thinking, with recreation, time off, time working. 
balance is this fourth principle. Foundations was one, relationships is two, systems is three, balance is four. No, balance doesn't mean everything's equal. Balance means that we have adjusted things so they make sense in our lives, that we're not working 24-7. People tell me they work 15-hour days, seven days a week, haven't had a vacation for years, like they're bragging. It makes no sense to me. Define your quality of life. Your job should support your quality of life, whether it's your enterprise or you're leading somebody else's enterprise. Quality of life is number one. Balance is balance between personal life and work. Balance is the whole person. Body, mind, spirit, voice, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Balance is managing multiple priorities, making sure that we're not doing too much and the team is doing too little. Those are the four principles. Get the free report on the definitive leader. There's more for those principles. There's a series of videos. There's a handout. There's a report. This will change your life if you can manage those four principles. Equip yourself for success. Remember, don't attempt to run the marathon unless you've trained for the marathon. Always have a coach. Always have a subject matter expert as a mentor. Always have an accountability partner and always have your accountability team. It might be a mastermind team. It might be some other kind of team. Surround yourself with the very best people because over time you become like those people. This is Hugh Ballou orchestrating success for you in your enterprise. I'd love to hear from you. Write this on iTunes. Go to the Definitive Leader. Give me some comments. Let me hear from you. I want to know about your success, your questions, your challenges. I'll see you on the next session. Here's a note for the weary and frantic. You are weary and frantic because you've not worked on yourself first. Work on yourself know how to lead, manage your stress by working on your ability to lead first. Thanks for listening today to the Orchestrating Success Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to stay focused on ways to redefine leadership and increase your profit. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.